Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, Common One-on-One Mistakes, Chapter 1, Agenda Fascism. Here we go. Agenda fascism. Well, I like agendas. I don't like fascism, though. So this, yeah. this is we're yeah, from a full disclosure. Term. We made that. We I made the term up. Okay. I mean, I thought you know, look, agendas are good, but fascism is bad, and people who apply agendas overly much sometimes create problems for themselves. And basically, what it means is demanding someone follow an agenda, even when doing so defeats the purpose of the agenda. Or the, the purpose of the meeting. Yeah, the purpose is not to follow an agenda, right? The purpose yeah, is to develop a relationship. Yeah. Well, in one-on-ones, that's the purpose, yeah. Many managers mistakenly practice agenda fascism in their one-on-ones. And the whole point of this cast is tell you how that happens. And I think it happens to a lot of people and they don't realize it. And they're thinking to themselves, Mark and Mike would be proud of me. I'm following an agenda. And then we would discover, yeah, you're following an agenda. But unfortunately, it's at the expense of the purpose of the meeting. And that doesn't make any sense, right? The agenda serves the purpose. The purpose doesn't get subjugated to the agenda ever. So. Right. We got four points to make. One, we're going to define agenda fascism a little bit more carefully. And I suspect some people who are listening will say, ooh, I'm doing that in other parts of my meetings. And that's okay. Good lesson, right? Then the fundamental curse as it relates to agenda fascism and one-on-ones is to not insist on the 10-10-10 agenda, 10 minutes for them, 10 minutes for you, 10 minutes for the future, so rigidly that you end up hurting the meeting. And our third point is one that I think that'll surprise people is that you actually allow your directs, particularly when you're starting one-on-ones with someone or your whole team, allow your directs to go long for a while, go over their time. Don't cut them off at 10 minutes because that's what the agenda says. It's just wrong. It makes sense if you're following the agenda, but again, it, it, it kills the purpose of the meeting, which is about the relationship between you and your direct. And by the way, that relationship serves a professional business purpose, and that's why one-on-ones are so powerful. And then always remember our fourth point, which I think people forget, and that is if your time's getting cut off, guys, don't worry because you can always get your direct's time whenever you want it. It's good to be the boss sometimes. <laughs> and that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be a good boss. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so let's let's define agenda fascism. What do you mean specifically by that? Basically, agenda fascism is the rigid, reflexive enforcement of an agenda that causes a meeting to stop serving its purpose. Look, agendas are just a tool. They're a manager tool, right? To help us communicate effectively and efficiently. When we're in groups, meetings and agendas make sense. They're smart. Following agenda precisely doesn't necessarily enhance the purpose of a meeting. In other words, if the purpose of the meeting is a relationship and you cut somebody off mid-sentence because you're following the agenda, that's probably going to hurt the relationship, even though you can defend it by saying, I was following the agenda. The whole point is the agenda serves the purpose of the meeting. We have a meeting in order to achieve a purpose, and we create an agenda to help us achieve the purpose. But if we follow the agenda and then don't serve the purpose, the agenda becomes wasteful. The agenda is not the purpose itself. If you follow that agenda perfectly and you don't achieve your meeting goal or your purpose, the meeting is a failure no matter how perfectly the agenda was followed. But if you depart from the agenda and you achieve the purpose of the meeting, that's a success. 
It's not probably a long-term sustainable success, a measurable success, a teachable success. It's seat of the pants management, which is not always good in any size organization. Um, but if you achieve the purpose of the meeting, it's a success. Guys, remember, all agendas are just plans. And as Eisenhower taught us, planning is everything. Look, planning almost always makes us more effective. But plans themselves are nothing. If the plan no longer serves the emergent qualities of a situation, like a meeting when something comes up or a curveball is thrown or whatever, then you have to be flexible and you have to adapt. Simple. Okay. So when it comes to one-on-ones, of course, the one-on-one agenda is 10, 10, 10, right? 10 minutes for the direct, 10 minutes for us, the manager, and then 10 minutes for the future. And so when it comes to agenda fascism, the point here is don't rigidly insist on following the 10, 10, 10 agenda, right? Yeah. Now, look, we, we say 10, 10, 10 because we want people to easily remember it. And it practically, we often tell people that 90% of the time, your one-on-ones are going to be 15 minutes for the direct and 15 minutes for the manager. And you don't do the future every week. And that's fine. Some managers do. I would say the vast majority don't. Sometimes we even say, let the direct go 20 minutes and you only take 10 minutes. The problem, what we see, and this is common mistakes that managers make based on what we see in our field discussions with people all over the world we travel, some managers get the agenda, 10, 10, 10, and then enforce it so rigidly that they, it breaks the purpose of the meeting. So, example, somebody recently was telling us that they're in one-on-one with their boss, and they were, you know, like 15 minutes into an important topic to them, something they had been thinking about all week, and then summarily, the manager cut them off and, and right. went into their, their part of the meeting, right? They get 15 minutes late. And that direct did not walk away with a good feeling from that one-on-one. Exactly yeah. the opposite, matter of fact. Yeah, you can't stress enough how off-putting and ineffective, remember, ineffect- effectiveness is achieving the purpose of the meeting. Well, some people would even think it's rude. Yeah, okay. Now, look, I, I think there's a manager. I think there are plenty of managers who could absolutely do it in a polite way. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we're out of time. This meeting doesn't have a parking lot. I've got to cut you off and move along, They right? could. They could. <laughs> but again, the the politics of it, that's not that's really not the right word. But, but again, we're getting into agenda versus purpose, right? And you feel good. Many managers feel good about sticking to the agenda. But again, you're hurting the, hurting the purpose. And therefore, you've got the cart before the horse. We've heard from directs that that kind of interruption sends a message that the the meeting, the one-on-one, really isn't about relationships, but rather about the appearance of spending time on a relationship. And and that actually is a quote from a direct that I talked to. In fact, just very recently in the last couple of weeks. You just just want to go find that manager and slap him. (laughs) Really do. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you take an action in 03 in a one-on-one that undermines the relationship building purpose of a one-on-one, you have to seriously reconsider, even if you think it makes sense. And agenda fascism does exactly that. It undermines relationship building in the service of something other than the mission, the purpose, the goal of the meeting. So our guidance here is, rather than practicing agenda fascism, if your direct is still talking at 10 minutes or even 15 minutes, let them keep going. Don't cut them off. That's the key. All right. So allow directs to go long for a while. So how long do I let this happen? I mean, ultimately, we want to get to a point where, you know, it's it's 15, 15 or 10, 10, 10, as the case may be. Sure. So 
we let them go, you know, let them go long for a week or two, maybe before we start enforcing the time. No, a month or two or even three. Really? Really? You're not kidding, are you? No, but now look, we're not suggesting that everybody needs three months to be whittled down to 15 minutes. They don't. If Mike were my boss, he's a high DC, I'm a high DI, I'm a little chatty. If Mike says to me at the end of a month, hey, Mark, we need to keep it to 20 minutes, I'd be like, okay, that's the, he's my boss. Okay, I'll give him 20 minutes next week, and I'll, I'll figure out what I got to cover, and I'll cover it all in 20 minutes, and I'll keep an eye on a clock, and I'll put a clock in front of me. And I'll make sure it gets done. And it's not agenda fascism if I'm carefully managing the time that I have. It's agenda fascism when the manager is cutting the direct off. If I'm the direct and I'm managing everything I'm talking about within the time limits you give me, that's just me being professional and efficient and effective. So here's what we recommend. You're in a, you're in a one-on-one. You're in an O3. Okay? 15 minutes have passed. Your direct is still talking. Maybe they're about to wrap up. Maybe not. Our point here is don't interrupt, okay? Don't even interrupt. Now, let's assume here that that this is early on in the one-on-one and you haven't already established a pattern. Although, as I think about it, if I've been doing one-on-ones with somebody and it's, they've been 15-15 for a year and suddenly they start going longer, I'd let them go long for a little while. They know if they've been doing it for a year, they know they've been at 15 minutes and they know they're going long and I'll give them a little bit of leeway because of our fourth point in this podcast we'll talk about later. So I would say don't interrupt. Don't interrupt if they, even if they take the full 30 minutes because they want to talk and smart bosses know when directs want to talk, they want to listen. There's a limit, okay? But one 30-minute meeting where you don't get to talk for 15 of them isn't going to kill you. On the other hand, if you start cutting people off at 10 or 15 minutes, you'll kill the relationship pretty quickly, Okay. I mean, seriously, we, we recommend con- allowing it to continue for even a month, particularly, or even two months for somebody who you want to build a good relationship with, and they're, they're a little bit long-winded, even if the topics aren't necessarily wonderfully germane. Now, look, it won't be a common one-on-one mistake. Everybody always asks about, what do you do about people who share inappropriate things? That's not really, it's a fairly rare occurrence in our experience, but we'll cover that some other time. But just because they talk more doesn't mean they're going to say really stupid things. The percentage goes up, but generally people don't. They're aware of you're their boss and they're going to be careful. But look, if your directs have things to share with you, it's better for you to hear them. I remember once, oh gosh, it's been 20, 20 plus years ago, I asked a question of a small group. I think it's like five or six guys. We were sitting around a conference table. I said, oh, it was on Wall Street years ago. It may have even been Lehman Brothers, but, but I don't think so, Lehman Brothers. And, and um, I asked the guys, I said, look, if you know one of your guys is leaving to get his MBA in six months, isn't it better to know now? And this one guy insisted the answer was no. I don't want to know. I don't care what he's doing. If I know he's leaving in six months, I'll fire him now. I'm not going to waste any more time with that guy. Okay, I'm not going to get very far with him. Um, <laughs> but generally speaking, knowing more sooner, particularly when you're not required to take action, is better. Knowing more about other people that you have to work with is better, generally speaking, within the parameters of time and efficiency and so on. I mean, look, it's possible you'll feel they're wasting a little bit of your time. They they may, in fact, be wasting your time a little bit if they're nervous and they're simply talking to talk because they don't know how to do this and they're uncomfortable and they're chatty when they're nervous. But listen, your willingness to listen and allow them their time to talk is an important component of the boss-subordinate relationship. We know that open communication doesn't happen upwards, okay? 
anything we do to increase upward communication is better. Okay. And I think what happens, Mike, is a lot of managers think, okay, I'm focused on the goal. I know what the goal is. The goal is easy to understand. So I'm going to try to be as efficient as I possibly can be in achieving that goal. Okay. And you think things like there may be other things that we could talk about that are better to talk about for you, maybe even for them in terms of their career in your mind. But if you insist on that kind of efficiency, first of all, you're violating the rule that the directors talk about what they want to talk about. And you're doing it at the expense of the relationship. And relationship building, again, is the purpose of one-on-ones. Okay. So given that, yeah. how do you handle it? Give us some, some guidance there. Yeah. You, look, I'll, I'll give you what I would say, but these are my words and people may change them a little bit. But I just want to say, just share how easy it sounds. I'd say something like this. If you were my direct... Will be unto you, my friend. <laughs> if you were my direct, I'd say, listen, Mike, no. <laughs> you, you went 30 minutes. You know, let's say you've gone 30 minutes for the next, for six weeks in a row. And I let you talk and I'm like, hey, we're out of time. I'm so sorry. I got a couple things to cover with you, but I'll cover them later in the day or something like that. And then I say, at the end of one of them, I'll say, listen, I want us to start tightening up these meetings, these one on ones. It's supposed to be much more 50 50, the way I briefed you 15 minutes you, 15 minutes me. I've let you keep going and that's been fine. I'm okay with that. But, you know, relationships are a two way street. So if you could start working your time down to 20 minutes so I could at least have 10 at the end, that'd be great. Okay. That sounds it's polite. Yeah. And it's, it's really a request. It's a suggestion. It's a suggestion for improvement, but it's not, I'm going to cut you off at 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a command, right? So, okay. So no. let's say you do that and, and I'm okay with it. It's, it. That seems like a reasonable way to approach it. I can't imagine many directs getting upset about that, but let's make it a little bit harder because I suspect what happens many times. Actually, I know this to be the case. You say that. Right. And I still take up the 30 minutes. <laughs> because you're smart like that, right? That's well, I yeah, got 30 minutes okay. with the boss. Yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to use it, man. I'm going to use it. So, yeah, I would say let him go for another month. You don't have to go that long. And I'm not saying everybody would be – you're not going to be a devil if you if you shorten it. After six weeks, you start saying we really need to tighten up or whatever. Look, we wouldn't argue if you took two months to start whittling the time down. The point is you are going to begin to whittle their time into something more reasonable, something that approaches the general idea of one-on-one, 15-15 or 20-10. and 10. But if you cut them off too soon, as they're still learning about this, maybe they're, for all we know, they're not 25. Maybe they're 50 years old and they've never had a boss who ever spent any time with them at all. If you cut them off too soon, it might well feel too forceful for them. And yeah, yeah, look, guys, we're not going to argue with you. They ought to know better. Right. Their boss told them, I want to meet you for 30 minutes. Here's the agenda at 15, 15. And the guy goes, bleh, for 30 minutes. Yeah, you ought to know better. But if they don't know better, and apparently they don't because they're still talking at the end of 30 minutes, right? It's likely that shortening their time too quickly is going to engender some resentment. In fact, younger people that go the full 30 minutes, you tell them, all right, look, this is too much. We've got to go to, after a week or two, you go to 15 minutes. I promise you, they will be scared to death if they violated some rule, particularly if you're not a warm and fuzzy boss, if you're not friendly, if you don't smile when you say it, and they will stay to 15 minutes and they will never again go over. Even though you said it in the nicest possible way, they saw that as a very polite tongue lashing, which they don't ever want to deal with again. And in this case, it's simple. You say, okay, look, it's been two months now. We're still not there yet in terms of a balance, right? I'm going to start letting you know when we get to 20 minutes during the one-on-one, and I'm going to ask you to wrap it up then. Because, look, dude, I need some time for what I want to cover too. You don't have to say dude. It's okay if you don't. I would say it, but that doesn't mean that's the right word for you. Right. Okay. 
Don't say direct number three, though. Listen, direct number three. <laughs> I need right. some time for what I want to cover. Yeah, don't say that. And then if you get them down to 20 minutes, then then you can start shooting for 15, right, when you need it. Yeah. So if I get you to 20 minutes, if you work for me and I get you 20 minutes, say, look, this is great, Mike. And frankly, I've got more than 10 minutes for the stuff. So if you could, if we could try to get it down to 15, that'd be great. With a caveat, there are some bosses who don't prepare terribly well and the direct is prepared and the boss doesn't take their full 15. And the direct is cramming 20 minutes of stuff into 15 minutes of time. And then the boss meanders through 10 minutes of stuff and spreads it out into 15 minutes. Don't do that. Be crisp and give them 20 and you take 10. Right. But if you've got stuff to fill up the time and there are plenty of managers we talk to who do, then yeah, after you get them to 20, say, hey, can we move this to 15? But don't cut it shorter than 15. Don't ever do that. If they want full 15, take it. Remember the 10, 10, 10 agenda is designed to remind you that every once in a while you're going to finish early, in which case you want to talk about the future then. Right. Well, in the situation where the direct takes 20 and you only get 10 as the boss, that doesn't sound too bad. That's better. Actually. Dude, better. that's yeah, better. better. That's okay, better. Yeah. I, absolutely, it's better because of our fourth point, right? Right. The message that the direct got twice as much as the manager just yeah. sends a really good message there, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Of course, it leads us to our, our last point because, folks, you're the boss. And I jokingly said earlier, it's good to be the king. But if you need time for your direct, you're going to get it. You walk into your their office. You say, hey, you got a few minutes? What are they going to say? No. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, if you yeah, have a great relationship, yeah. they might they might be willing to say no or say, hey, can we talk later? I'm in the middle of something. But yeah. the vast majority of the time, they're going to give it to you. Yeah, we can give our directs more time in a one-on-one, and we don't have to cut them off. We don't have to demand total equality, because anytime we want, we walk down to the cube and say, got a minute. And I say this at conferences every once in a while, and I say to people when I'm talking about the big red sign that bosses wear that says, watch out, I'm your boss, I could fire you. And everybody has one, no matter how nice a person you are. And you know, the joke I say to managers is, they don't laugh at your jokes because they're funny. They laugh at them because they're yours. And in the same way, if you tell your direct, you got a minute, they say yes. And dudes, it's not because you're awesome. <laughs> it's not. It's no. not. I'm sorry. Oh, Look, and God. it's not when Wendy says yes or Danny says yes or Maggie. It's not because we're awesome, right? We're not any better than anybody else's bosses. But it's not because they want to give you or even have the five minutes that you're asking for. It's because you're the boss and you have a sign and the sign says, watch out, I'm your boss. I could fire you. And the proof is in the pudding, guys. Think of it this way. Don't you say yes when your boss comes down and says you got a minute? I bet they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Sure they do. So when you're the boss, you can get time to talk to your directs about what you want to talk about whenever you want to talk about it. So let them have more of your one-on-one -on -one for a while or even longer. And when you need to get to your agenda that you've got four or five points, say, look, we fill up the time. I'll come find you later today. I'll come by and sit down and we'll go over a few things. Yeah. And and you get your agenda covered, no problem at all. This is a great lesson for a, a lot of managers who are who are tr really trying hard to be great managers. And the idea of the agenda, they get a little carried away with it a little bit. Yeah, look, dude, agendas matter, but not as much as the purpose of the meeting they themselves are designed to serve. That's the key. Agendas are a tool, but meetings have purposes. Okay. And for a one-on-one, -on -one, that purpose is a relationship. Cutting somebody off reflexively at 10 or 15 minutes is just churlish and doctrinaire. doctrinaire. It just is. Listening is a big part of relationships because actually listening is what communication is. 
and more of it is better. That's it. There you go. All right, my friend. I appreciate it. Thanks, partner. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you here next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long. <laughs>